Alright, Bubba, start cleaning those tires up. Going green this time. Remember, they fan out down there to protect them bottoms. Little Sunday drive. Alright, boss man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Right, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. I had to show that I was wearing green because I was wearing my jacket, and I'm like, it's St. Patrick's Day. i got to wear green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass on WSIC. Tom yeah. Baker, Randy Miller here with you. Um, I wish we could be talking about the, the week of, of NASCAR ca- competition, but that's just not going to happen for the next well, we can make it up. Weeks. We can make it up as we go. Uh, it'd be a, a thrilling race if we were talking about what happened in our mind. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, uh, as everyone knows, the coronavirus is, uh, has taken over the, the world uh, by storm and pretty much canceled just about everything you know imaginable. Um, except for everybody's bedtime and, and, and shower time. I think that's about the only two things that haven't been canceled yet. Um, so, um, over the course of the next hour, we will give you the latest information that we know uh, is t- in terms of the motorsports world and what that means going forward for us um, as uh, motorsports media people. And um, we will hopefully have Justin uh, Lofton c- uh, calling it. I don't know if the coronavirus has, ha- has had any effect on his side of the racing world because they race in the desert and there's no fans usually uh, for that for those events because it's out in the middle of the desert so i don't know if that has any effect on anything he doesn't actually race until the end of uh, april early may anyway so i don't know if that has any effect but hopefully if he calls in we'll get to talk to him about that and see it's pretty interesting to see you know if there are any motorsports you know entities out there that aren't affected um by that i would think maybe like rally racing or something like that um, would be about the only thing that wouldn't be. This thing is bad. I mean, yeah, not only is bad. it affecting the motorsports really industry, the f- pro football's gone mad. Yes. I mean, Tom Brady is leaving. Coronavirus is so bad that the Tom Brady left New York. And and he's like, Cam I'm out. Newton is being traded from the Panthers, and Tony Romo got $17 million a year to talk on TV. It's true. Yep. The coronavirus it, it, has infected you. all of the NFL apparently. It's nuts, um, man. So it's 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 pretty bad crazy. virus. Um, so we obviously want to to let our let all of our fans and then all of the, the listeners and, and watchers know you know to obviously be safe out there. There's a lot of things yes. going on in the world um, right now, and uh, you know later on in the show you know we'll talk about all this because a lot of a lot of people are you know up in arms and, and upset about you know not being able to go to restaurants, not being able to you know, uh, go to the grocery store and buy necessities and things like that. And, and so, you know, there's a lot of a lot of hate going on uh, in the world right now and just in terms of, you know, uh, bitterness to other people. So it'll be okay, everyone. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit of time, but everybody will be okay. We always are. We just have to band together as a nation and, um, you know, be stronger in the end. Uh, so this morning, uh, NASCAR broke some news that the, they have officially banded all testing until further notice. Um, which basically includes basically everything. So um, basically, they want everybody to just stay home. Don't don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Don't the touch R&D, anything. The R and D center is closed. The wind tunnels are closed. Um, most of the shops are either closed or are uh, running on an alternating schedule. Um, some of the the teams I know, like GMS, is doing, you know, like the interior guys work one day and then the you know exterior guys work the next day, so that there's no more than ten people in the shop at one time. Um, to kind of cut down on coronavirus, it has changed the entire world, Tom. Yeah, I mean, there's really not. I mean, if we just keep it focused on motorsports for a minute, there's really not. At at this point, NASCAR's down eight weeks, mm-hmm. so there's nothing to do. Right. Exactly. You know, teams are, and and this is the the part of this whole thing that I've been talking about for the last several days that most of the major media is kind of not w- wanting to deal with. There's going to be a financial disaster that follows this yep. be- because 
a lot of these teams depend on the purse money that they make at the racetrack to help pay their payroll and such. And, and so there are a number of teams that have, are sending their employees home. Some of them are still paying them. Some of them aren't. Yeah, there, there's know, a lot of, uh, we could be short some teams when we come back if this goes too long. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, of, of bullet points that we can make on this whole situation, which we'll get to um, after we talk to Justin yeah. in the next segment. But um, I, I think from a, from a, obviously from a, from a fan's perspective, you know, you don't want to ever see any, any sports entity be, be canceled, especially like, like right now, there's nothing, <laughs> there's no sports at all. Yeah. Um, even being shown it's, it's made, you know, Fox scramble to figure out, you know, how are we going to fill the, the time that we have allotted for these races? Um, I know somebody this morning on social media had asked the NASCAR and Fox team, you know, what, what, what if you guys showed like kind of like, I guess, historic races from the past, part of the Fox, you know, it, it's been on Fox for 20 years now, so surely there's races that we can show. Well, I think you could go back that. farther than that. I'd love to exactly. see some of the, and, and I don't know, again, this, you know, how would Fox deal with this, but I'd like to see races from the 70s, 80s, and mm-hmm. even 90s, you know, and I also would like to see some iRacing on there. We had a massive iRace, yeah. uh, iRacing, for those of you who don't know, eSports, you know, on, online. Simulation racing. Simulation racing. We had a massive sim race um, on Sunday. Uh, Josh Williams, who spots for Ryan Blaney in the Cup Series, won that race. Dale Jr. was in it. A bunch of guys were in it. Um, and Josh is going to actually be on our Motorsports Madness show right here on Thursday night at uh, as one of our guests. Uh, Big Bill Venturini from the ARCA series uh, is going to be in studio. Um, and Josh Williams will be on as well, uh, who won that, that race event, which will be fun because we'll get to talk to him about that and also about spotting and, and what it's like to be a spotter at the cup level. So that'll be fun. We're grasping a straws for people because we have nothing else to do. Uh, but no, it's good to talk to those guys. I mean, you know, the, the iRacing, this is probably the one, op- the, the best opportunity for the iRacing s- simulation group to come forward and be like, hey, you know, we can still have an NASCAR race. We just can't have it, you know, in, in the, the confines of the way you guys want it to happen. But well, this so was fun. a huge opportunity and yeah. it got a lot of social media buzz. A lot of people thought it was an exciting race, even if it was simulation. So. It, that was the largest um, iRacing event ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and our Jacob Seelman, who hosts Motorsports Madness on Thursday nights, was calling the action. Yeah, so exactly. it's fun. And Ryan Vargas, one of the younger drivers who's up and coming in the sport, has organized another big one for Thursday night that a bunch of guys are going to be racing in. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's good stuff. And I think, you know, again, I think we, 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 could, u- we could put some of that on and let people see how, how close it actually is to the real thing with obviously without all of the physical, you know, attributes that the real thing has, um, you know, but it's, um, it's, it's just, uh, it's a tough time for everybody and we're all just trying to deal with it as best we can. Our shows will continue and, you know, we will bring you, try to bring you as many drivers and different personalities of the sport as we can to help entertain you and, you know, kind of keep you in the racing spirit anyways, while we're, Away from the tracks. I can see a situation where, you know, it's, uh, an iRace happens and then NASCAR comes back at Martinsville and somebody gets wrecked and be like, you wrecked me on an iRace. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side of the break, hopefully we'll have Justin Lofton on the Strutmasters.com hotline. We'll see. We'll be back with more of the Inside Pass right after this.
you get in your car this afternoon, tune to News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, and get the latest breaking news and weather for your commute. Get in to Randy Marion Chevrolet in Statesville. It's March, and what does that mean at Randy Marion Chevrolet Statesville Truck Month? Truck Month is here, and Silverados and Colorados are in stock, ready for immediate delivery. We've got crew cabs, regular cabs, the double cabs, four-wheel drive and two-wheel drive. You name it, Randy Marion Chevrolet in Statesville has it, and we've got the discounted prices behind it. Randy Marion Chevrolet in Statesville, come see us. King of Price. Randy Marion, Statesville.com. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Koser. Chances for showers do taper off here later on today with a low of about 49. Tomorrow, 64, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance for showers. And then for Thursday, partly sunny skies and high temperatures will be warm with a middle 70 degree reading of about 75. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. Hello, Joe Vagnone, host of Local Biz Now. A few weeks ago, I had my first visit with Dr. Dave Bowles, owner of Bowles Hearing Center. For years, I have compensated for my hearing problems. In less than 30 minutes with Dave, I wanted to kick myself for not doing it sooner. Simply said, I did not want to admit my hearing challenges were truly affecting my lifestyle. Contact Dave Bowles today for a free detailed hearing test. BowlesHearingCenter.com Why do we wait to fix a hearing problem? We wouldn't do that for another problem like eyesight. Dave Bowles can help you today. Hear me clearly. Dr. Dave Bowles is a master with over 30 years experience. He is one of the top doctors in his field. Experience matters. If you struggle to hear in crowds, listen to television or radio way too loud, reach out to Dr. Dave Bowles at Bowles Hearing Care. You will like what you hear. I do. BowlesHearingCareCenter.com Financial stuff, it's so confusing. Where do you even start? With a trusted partner who knows the options and can understand your individual needs. That partner is Joshua Doby from the North Main Financial Group in Cornelius and host of North Main Financial, Saturdays at noon on WSIC. Hello, this is Joshua Doby, and I'm excited to share financial education while securing your financial future. Whether it's stocks, bonds, life insurance, partnerships, or anything else, we're here to help. Join me Saturdays at noon and visit us at NorthMainFinancial.com. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Some wisdom teeth can become impacted by never breaking through the gum, which can lead to cysts, tooth decay, and gum disease. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination at myoms.org. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC TV and radio. Thank you so much for watching us or listening to us uh, if you're in the Lake Norman, Mooresville, Charlotte area. Um, or if you're streaming us on the web at WSACFM.com. Thank you so much for listening to us. We'll give you all of our social media accounts in just a little bit. Right now, we are going to go to the strutmasters.com hotline and talk to one of our really good friends, um, a former NASCAR racer, now uh, running off in the desert and, and doing great things with the Best in the Desert series. Our buddy Justin Lofton joins us on the hotline. Are you staying safe out there uh, on the, the west side of the United States, buddy? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely trying to, but well, I'm hi- actually hiding out in the Midwest right now, out in the Panhandle of Texas. So they uh, they said they haven't had any re- reported cases up this one, so I should hide out here for a little bit. Stay in your bunker. That's the <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't come don't out. Don't touch anything. Take take Lisa, Liam, and yeah. go in the bunker, and don't come out until they yeah. say it's okay. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I, 
Uh, unfortunately, that will need to be fed. So you know, when you're, when you're in the ag business and you're and you're responsible for feeding the world, we uh, we don't get we don't get that luxury to to run away and hide. So we uh, we got to keep things moving and keep cattle fed and keep semi trucks going for everyone. That's true. Is how, how's business going? Uh, by the way, I know you you are uh, part of the, the big cattle company, the all beef uh, you know process and all. That. How is all that going? Are you guys still you know being profitable and, and doing good things out there? You know, it's uh, yeah, the cattle business is you, you know any time in the ag business, it's definitely a struggle, and, and you go through your uh, um, you go through your ups and downs. But you know, it we're, we're lucky enough that people are are eating, eating a lot of beef right now and um, have been cleaning the shelves off. But I'm sure we'll fill the, you know, we'll fill the effect a year down the road and, um, you know, just because of how long the whole cycle of it takes. And uh, so we're doing, you know, we're doing what we can, but uh, we've got all our, we've got all our people working. And, and uh, like I said, when a cow's, when a cow's fat, a cow's fat. So regardless if it's going to make money or not, um, when it's time, it's time. Well, it's uh, you might be all right. I mean, it's uh, you know uh, everybody loves beef, and uh, so nothing I mean, else the to do but eat beef. Well, so the restaurants are. I mean, you can still get takeout, but a lot of the restaurants are closing around the country. But people people will need to be cooking more at home, obviously. So uh, you might just be okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's, we're definitely going to see. It's going to be a very interesting dynamic, and, and see what comes of it. Uh, you know, it only takes twenty eight days to make something a habit. So if uh, if what's going on stays as long as, you know, if it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back, you know, you might actually see a lot more people um, eating at home again than what, what you're used to. Probably a lot, a lot of people right now are learning how to cook, probably cooking for the very first time. So it'll be a, a very interesting dynamic shift. And, um, you know, it's, stay tuned. But we all, we all sure would like to get back to racing. I was supposed to be going to Sam Felipe in a couple of days, and that race got postponed until until May, and who knows, it might get pushed back even later than that, and um, so yeah, I guess it's time to kind of get some work done and hang out with the little one and uh, enjoy some sunshine. See, I've taught him well, because he just transitioned <laughs> into what I was about to ask. We, before you came on, we were, we were talking about the, the best on the Desert Series and how you guys don't really compete with, on a large scale with a lot of people, like in the grandstands and stuff like that, because you guys race mainly on the desert, so I was wondering how this whole coronavirus thing has affected you guys' competition level. But, I mean, you just said, that, you know, the races this weekend was canceled. So uh, what what's the indication, you know, like how far? Because I know the next big race for you guys is the end of April, early May, but they've canceled a lot of things through the middle of May. So um, what's going on with, with the cancellations and, and the, the Best in the Desert series right now? Yeah, so, so this year I've, I've been um, I signed with Yokohama Tire, so they've actually opened up a lot of opportunities, a lot more opportunities for me to race, uh, you know, with the financial backing. And so we've, we've not only been competing in best in desert, we've been, um, we were getting ready to go do the score, San Felipe 250. Oh, wow. Uh, we've competed in the mint 400 last weekend and in the King of the Hammers race, of you know, in the middle of our first of February. So, so we've been doing a lot of racing already, but, uh, you know, off-road racing is, it's a really interesting, um, sport because it doesn't, we do have a lot of fans, but a lot of them um, aren't congregated in one area because our racetracks are so big. So, you know, we can get upwards of twenty-five to 30,000 people out on a race course. Oh, somewhere. wow. And uh, so they do, there is a large group of people that congregate, um, you know, into, into areas, you know, especially if our races are in smaller towns like San Felipe, of course, or, you know, there'd be fifteen or 20,000 people that show up there for a race. 
Um, and of course, our race teams are, you know, one team brings 20 to, to 30 people in itself, and you got two, 300 teams competing. Uh, you can see how that number gets, uh, you know, gets pretty big pretty quick. So um, it's definitely very interesting. I know there's a couple of the smaller series that are still continuing on with their races, and their races are in a, in a little more secluded area, uh, you know, maybe, maybe 100, 150 entries. Um, so they're, they're kind of changing the way they're doing all their, um, driver, driver meetings on Facebook live or, or some other kind of streaming app. And, and, uh, and then our technical inspection is usually like a big pit, pit party kind of thing. Um, that's been limited to crew members only crew member and, and driver only. Uh, so there's a lot of changes going on. Um, I really don't mind. I, I kind of like the idea of our online drivers meeting because, we actually might be able to hear something instead of 100, 200 plus additional people that don't have really anything to do with what um, necessarily with the race itself or the or the race officiating. You know, they like to go and listen and be a part of the event, but uh, it makes it difficult for the competitors. And and uh, so, I don't know. There might be some changes out of it that I actually I actually like, and I think a lot of people will implement in the future. Mm. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's, you know, Tom and I talk about how much this coronavirus thing has has affected, you know, the entire world and how everything has changed. So it's it's kind of good to know, you know, that that, that you're, you guys over there are taking steps and, you know, you're the, the best thing that is a series is taking steps to kind of help keep everybody safe as well. A lot of uh, a lot of the things that are going on right now are around the iRacing world. I don't know if you've ever, like, I, I, are you an iRacer? Did you ever get into iRacing, you know, when you were in the NASCAR ranks? You know, I, I didn't. Um it was, I don't know, I was, I'm, I'm more of an outdoors person, so I'd rather be at the go-kart track or, or outside, you know, riding my bike or doing something like that than sitting at a computer. But uh, as time goes on, it definitely gets more and more intriguing. You know, I obviously see a lot of the stuff on, on social media, and, uh, you know, I think it would be kind of fun to start participating in that. It might be a good way to get you back into the NASCAR world if you start <laughs> whooping up on these NASCAR guys yeah. that run racing. Because those guys, those kids that do it now, they're you know they're making you know twenty thirty thousand dollars a year doing it, and so it might be a good way to you know get back into the NASCAR world if it's you know if it's something yeah. you, you really wanted to do. Um, so let's talk about your, the season uh, up to this point. You you right now you're sitting eighth in the standings uh, in the truck truck division of the best in the desert series. You've had some highs and lows this year. There's some tracks you that you've been to this year that you've had some bad luck in the past that you've kind of turned your luck around, and other tracks that you know you didn't really have quite the finishes that you you were expecting yourself to have. So talk a little bit about how the season's gone for you so far. Yeah, so uh, Parker Parker has definitely been a place that it's been really really bad to me in the past and. Uh, and this year we actually were able to finish, uh, I think, third in class and fifth overall. Um, we did have some downtime, but uh, you know, we were still we, we were still very very competitive at that race, and um, so that was you know that was definitely a high for the uh, season so far. And then uh, we went to the Laughlin Desert Challenge a couple weeks later, and uh, we qualified on the pole, and then ended up breaking an input shaft with one lap to go on the first day of racing, and so that was. Um, you know, that was a big disappointment. We had a great run going, and, and uh, we were, uh, I think, second on the road at the time. And um, so then on day two, of course, because we didn't finish, we had to start in the back. And uh, I think I finished I finished third, um, fourth physically, third on time, and we started 17th. So it was really cool racing conditions. There was a lot of moisture on Saturday. Um, dried up for my race, so we were able, you know, we had a lot of mud on the course and stuff, but um, made for awesome, awesome racing conditions for the next two days, and 
And, uh, you know, really look forward to it. I really, I really enjoy when we get things for a trophy truck race because very rarely do we get a race close just because of our dust trails are somewhere between 30 to 30 seconds to a minute long, uh, depending upon how fast we're going. And um, so it's very rare for us to get up and actually race side by side or, or even bumper to bumper. So it uh, made for some fun racing. Uh, like you said, we've got um, Silver State coming up at the end of April. Uh, that race was good to me last year. We won it overall. Of course, I was driving a Jeff Turzo's Youth Theory truck, the O37. Um, but I'll be in my truck this year and uh, look forward to being able to repeat that. So, so as of right now, that race is still on. It hasn't been postponed yet. No, that race is still on. Um, that that race is something. It's kind of right at that timeline, I guess, at the end of the C, uh, CDC. You know, social distancing, I guess, is what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, so I think we'll go. It's not. It's not as big an event, and it's up about a hundred miles north of Las Vegas, so uh, it's really not a big. Um, that's not a big spectator race per se, um, but it's a it's an awesome event. It's awesome for the racers. It's been probably some of the the most interesting country in in uh, the southern part of Nevada, and um, one we definitely like going to. Uh, so before we let you go, I know you guys just had the the charity golf tournament back in uh, in January. Is it, is it the tenth annual tournament? Are we up to ten now? That point? was, yeah, the tenth annual tournament. Um, definitely a lot of fun. We uh, we had a, a really really big turnout, um, and we raised a lot of money. I know we we wrote a check to the boys and girls clubs of the Imperial Valley for uh, twenty thousand dollars, and then we donated some money outside um, outside of the event, and then we did another. Uh, $4,000 for uh, the Brawley Union um, FFA Club, which is, you know, of course I was part of growing up and uh, still part of to this day. And then uh, we made a few other donations to other um, surrounding charities that, that put their grants in for us. And um, big events. So I think total, I think we gave away over $40,000. And uh, looking forward to doing, you know, continuing to do it for another couple of years at least. That that is awesome, Justin. You you're always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, stay safe out there. You know, keep Liam and and Lisa and the whole family safe, and and keep doing great things. And and we'll talk to you again, hopefully, when all this stuff is over with. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, make sure to follow you know follow along on YouTube and and uh, Instagram and all that out there. We're definitely going to be make, pushing really hard to release content to keep everyone uh keep everyone busy for the next couple weeks. And um, you know, we'll do our part. Yeah, what's the uh, the the YouTube video blog? The the all, all beef life. Uh, yep, all beef life series, and uh, we've got over two years worth of videos. I think shoot, I think it's upwards of five thousand plus hours of, of YouTube videos to watch, and and uh, so you can follow that at JL Racing. Um, of course, my Instagram and is uh, Justin Lofton forty one. So. It's always a fun and entertaining series on YouTube for sure. Justin, uh, best of luck and uh, and stay f- stay safe out there. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you, guys. No problem, Thanks, Justin. Justin. Lofton, everyone, we were going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is News Talk, 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Statesville turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Headlines for Southern Iredell in the region, here's WSIC News. 
You've tuned in to hear local news, and so have a lot of other people. Your business could be advertising right here. Find out how affordable it can be. Call 704-872-6345, 704-872-6345. Hey, Radio Family, it's Margaret Beverage with the WSIC News Desk. Iredell Statesville Schools will open some emergency K-5 child care sites in an effort to provide K-5 child care for the children of individuals in Iredell County who are considered essential to the well-being of our community. If you work in the medical profession or emergency management, you may be eligible to receive K-5 child care at one of their school locations. Davie County has issued a state of emergency declaration to allow access to federal and state resources in their preparedness efforts for COVID-19 prevention. Davie County has created a coronavirus website for residents which has the most up-to-date information. That website is daviecountync.gov. Mexico is considering closing its border to stop Americans from bringing coronavirus into its country as the U.S. case count passes 2,000. The Charlotte Regional Transportation Planning Organization Policy Board meeting scheduled for Wednesday, March 18th at 6 p.m. is currently scheduled to proceed as planned. I'm Margaret Beveridge with WSIC News. Are you looking for new apparel for your business? How about a school or church event? Look no further than Lakeside Custom Tees and Embroidery of Cornelius. Their catalog features t-shirts, hats, jackets, coffee mugs, and more. Their number is 704 274-3730 or shop online at lkscustomtees.com Lakeside Custom Tees your exclusive headquarters for Lake Norman gifts and apparel You could stop at one of those hip coffee places fork over five bucks and get enough to fuel you through about 8.30 or you can stop at Cat's Patch in Troutman for their all new line of Cat Daddy coffees Enjoy frappes, mochas or just a great cup of joe all at a great price Cat's Patch is still the number one spot for the very best barbecue, hot dogs, fries and tenders plus try their all new burgers call ahead or dine in 629 North Main in Troutman 704-528-6669 704-528-6669. Join us here on WSIC on Friday morning from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, where Piedmont Healthcare and some of its professionals will be here to explain to us how this virus is affecting our area. Please tune in where they will be hosting live a special report sponsored by Piedmont Healthcare at 11 a.m. to 12 noon this Friday. Take News Talk 105.9, 100.7 WSIC with you wherever you go. Listen online at WSICFM.com. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC. Tom Baker, Randy Miller here with you. That was Justin Loft, and he was just on the Strutmasters.com hotline talking about the uh, effects of the coronavirus on the, the Best of the Desert Series, which apparently has, has canceled a couple of races, but they're still planning on, on continuing on with their season, uh, which doesn't get back, well, his part doesn't get back underway until the end of April, which is right around the end of the CDC guideline recommendation of eight weeks of quarantine, basically. So we'll see how uh, how that all um, you know transpires over the next several weeks. Um, I, I just I got an email, too, that NASCAR apparently has a teleconference schedule for Thursday, so we don't know what that's all about, but... Maybe it's updates for the NASCAR season schedule. Maybe? I would guess, Probably. yeah, that's what we're looking at. Because if, for those who don't know, of course, NASCAR is remaining shut down until um, actually May the 3rd. But the first actual NASCAR race will be the following week, which will be May 9th at Martinsville under the lights. It's like the, the start of the season again. Yeah. It's a great place I mean, to start the season again. Let well, me, don't get me wrong. It, you know... It's what we were talking. We were talking about uh, on League Lab last night. We were talking about the fact that 
you know, obviously this is going to, you know, financially is going to be devastating for a lot of people and mm-hmm. probably some race teams. But if you want to focus on something that we can kind of look forward to, um, the sort of net effect of this on the schedule could be very interesting because NASCAR says they are going to get all 36 races in. So we're still going to have the full season. So you say, well, how do we get there for taking, you know, four, five, six weeks off, um, you know, eight weeks off, whatever. The answer is they're talking about midweek shows potentially and double headers. So in other words, if you, if we miss, for example, Bristol is one of the races that's going to be postponed as a, because of this eight week uh, ban or eight week shutdown, I guess better said, um, what about a double header at Bristol in the fall? Think about that. Think about double header at Richmond, you know, um, so some of these tracks, they may just run doubles and, and for some of the other events standalone. Now, Nick Moncher, uh, was on last night with us, Venturini Motorsports PR um, Boffin, but has kind of been becoming one of our uh, co-hosts here, rotational, semi-regular co-hosts on our shows. Nick had an interesting idea. He said, what if, what if we took the race that we missed in Atlanta this past weekend that got postponed? Let's take that and put it on the weekend that the all-star race is normally run. And then take the all-star race and put it on a Tuesday or a Wednesday of 600 week. Right. I, I mean, that's a, that's a doable possibility. I, I mean, mean, there's a lot of things that can happen. You know, happen, how but. incredible would that be? I mean, I, I don't know. Again, you got to think about people coming into Charlotte for the all-star race. But shoot, just drive four hours, go watch Atlanta and come back. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, logistically, what a, that's probably the best idea. What uh, a 10 days of thunder that would be. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> So just to, to get people up to speed, the seven races that have been canceled are Atlanta, Homestead, Texas, Bristol, Richmond, Talladega, Dover. Of those seven races, only Atlanta and Homestead are the standalone races. The other, all the other tracks had two races on the schedule. So a doubleheader at those tracks, probably almost a guarantee at this point because it's the easiest thing to do. Um, so it would be a matter of fitting Atlanta and Homestead back into the schedule at some point. Luckily, those two races are in the south where – it's warmer temperatures most of the most of the rest of the year. So I mean, getting them to fit in on a on a time where you're not dealing with you know bad weather or snow or anything like that, it's probably going to be fine. Um, so the options that NASCAR has kind of put on the table is, as Tom said, having midweek races or like a Tuesday Wednesday, where like in this case they would go to a track like Atlanta, have a race on a Tuesday, come home, and then go to Charlotte or you know Richmond Whatever. or yeah. Darlington or wherever you know close proximity races. Um, doing double headers, so as I mentioned, the tracks that, that have two races just bump it up with the track when when they go back to that uh, that track in the fall or in the summer, um, like Dover, Texas, wherever. Then just have that second race. The only issue I see with that is is that you would basically have one race that would be part of the the the, the playoffs and one race that isn't because like Texas is part of the playoffs. So how would you arrange the schedule to where? You know what I mean? That would be the only the only weird part. Well, that's to me easy. Would be you basically just I mean, it, it's the same difference. You're running, you're just running one race on Saturday and one race on Sunday, and your what you do is the sun. <coughs> excuse me, the Sunday race would count. You know, as if if you're in the playoffs, right. then you're you know. In other words, the Saturday race is we're just running it later in the year. The the now. You do bring up a good point, though, that I hadn't thought about is, you know, if this if this if the race 
for example, this upcoming Texas race, that would normally be obviously a regular season race. Correct. If you go, if you put it on the schedule during a playoff race weekend, then the winner of that of the race now doesn't get to qualify for the playoffs. I mean, it also makes so, the points the points uh, the, the the points races getting into the playoffs shorter because if you're adding races right. to the so that is interesting. But as you were talking, that. I thought about you know Texas. The only like Texas is is the only race that's that's further west than the rest of them. So to me, it would make more sense if you're going to do Texas to do Texas when you go to Sonoma or on the way back from Sonoma, so that you're you're going. You if know you I mean? have you're, an you're, off weekend, you're traveling, yeah. you're traveling there. Even if you do it like a midweek race, like or you could do that. Do it on a Tuesday, then go to Sonoma and come back, or go to Sonoma. The and come other back thing and that's Tuesday. been said is that they they will run now. We were supposed to have a two week break. Right. For the Olympics mm-hmm. um, on NBC, because that the Olympics fall during NBC's portion of the NASCAR broadcast right. schedule. So th- th- they were going to have two weeks off, mm-hmm. and that's why we ended up with the doubleheader at Pocono. Well, now they're going to run those two weeks. They're going right. to use those two weeks, <clears throat> or at least one of them. So that that's an interesting, you could put... You know Texas there, you Dover there, Dover sixteen hours from mm-hmm. from Charlotte. So you you kind of you look at Dover and you say that one's kind of one that you might put into one of those slots right. where you, you know because it's a farther trip. You can't really put that midweek. Um, and and so you look at it and you say okay, but you know so we're we're probably going to get two races in there. Here's here's the interesting question about that though is who's going to broadcast it because NBC's got their entire family of broadcast networks designated for the Olympics mm-hmm. over those two weeks. So because NBC had asked NASCAR to know, not run those two weeks because, because of, the of the Olympics, and and that was fine. But now we have this situation, so NASCAR is like, well, we kind of got to. So now you know, do you just is is it Fox? It, it, what people don't realize, I think, is it. All of the cameramen and the technical people, like the broad, the entire broadcast crew, is hired by NASCAR and works for both networks. Right. Only the announcing teams that we see are different. Yeah. So maybe those two races or whatever races are run in that period just go back to Fox. You would think, but Which then again, but I, but I'm so I know the cameraman and stuff like that are hired by NASCAR, but they work for both both. Yes. Fox and and NASCAR. So do those guys run? Do those guys have to do camera work for the NFL? Because no. they work for Fox. No, they're okay. hired by okay. NASCAR. That's why that was my question. Because so, I was like, so then what happens if? I mean, because by this time, we're talking, you know, mid uh, late July, early August. So we're talking about preseason football games going on. Yeah, I don't so think like, I don't think that's an issue just yet okay. in that period. No, I, just, I think we're curious. I think we'd be good. But yeah, I I would think maybe Fox picks it. But so again, we, you know, these are the things that come up. Mm-hmm. because of what we're dealing with here now you know and this is why when people bash nascar a lot of this is not just so easy there's right. a lot of logistics and a lot of moving parts right. it takes a couple thousand people or more to put on a nascar race on a given weekend and you know it's not just that easy to just move them around like pieces on a chessboard mm-hmm. so nascar has got an interesting uh but the way i look at it is at this point, we're we're in a we're in a unique situation, you know. The, if you're ever going to throw darts at a dartboard, in other words, if you're ever going to, we we've been talking about midweek shows for a while. If you're ever going to do that, this would be a great time when you're already kind of in a unique situation 
shoot, let's try it. Let's, let's see what happens. Right. I mean, you know, I think it would be a ratings hit. I think it could really help NASCAR to get new fans, especially if that midweek show is a track like Bristol, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a track with some, you know, really exciting racing. I think it's really interesting. And, and so on the other side of this, you know, once we get out from under all this nonsense, on the other side of this, um, we could have an interesting season that that because of this situation becomes very unique and different and maybe could lead to some changes for the future that everybody's (laughs) excited about i feel like once we come out on the other side of this no matter if it's martinsville or you know several weeks after martinsville i I think you're going to see a much more um like gritty type of series like it's good because it's going to be you know everybody's going to try to get that win out of the way because i mean you're going to be piling a bunch of races in, in one time so tracks like Dover, you know, how the logistics of that's going to work because, you know, we're saying, you know, it's a 17-hour trip. So obviously you're going to want to do both races at the same time. So do you take, you know, two cars? Do you take four cars in case you have a backup and then you lose the backup? And, you know, I mean, you, you lose your primary, go to backup, to, yeah. back to backup. You don't have another car for the next day. Same thing with Pocono. I think this is a, it's going to be a lot of trial and error, but I think it's also going to give NASCAR a good indication of what they want to try to do next year, because I know, you know, like with the Bush class being run on a Tuesday night. So let's put, you know, let's put Bristol on a Tuesday night just to see what the ratings do. If the ratings are good, then we'll know, okay, so maybe we made the right decision by putting the clash on a Tuesday night. So it's kind of a lot of, you know, let's try this and see if it works now, because then, you know, going into next year, we'll kind of know, okay, this is what we can do with the schedule, if maybe. Right. Well, of, the, you know, play the uh, and you look at, you look at, I hope we end up being able to actually make Martinsville the first race. Because you look at that, I mean, you want to talk about the the perfect situation here. You haven't raced in two months. You're coming back to a short track. And everybody's got all this pent up and, you know, energy. And these guys understand the drivers are very aware. If you watch Twitter, a lot of them have commented. They're very aware uh, that you know of the 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 need to put on a show and uh, you know and and these guys understand that they're entertainers. <laughs> Martinsville at night under the lights, first race out of the box. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, there there are going to be some fireworks, and you know it, it, they may throw fireworks up in the sky, but they're that's going to be if there's if there's any track on the schedule that I would want to come back to out of this. That there it is. It's like a perfect storm. Yeah, I mean, it Before. ought to be everybody who's ever watched a NASCAR race ought to tune into that because yeah. um, that it is that that will be a recipe for just an amazing race. Plus, <clears throat> we saw how well the new short track package worked at Phoenix. At Martinsville, it ought to be twice as good. And, so, and not only that, you also, I believe, you have the, the trucks running that weekend too for the first time. Yeah. Back. So, yep. and, and, and that's the, the first time the they've been on Martinsville in like 15 years. So. so, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think, I think that would be a good weekend out of the box. Um, you know, and again, NASCAR's not Every form of motorsports is affected. The the local tracks, I mean, around the country here in 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 the Charlotte area and Carolinas, um, you know, these guys are all shut down too, pretty much. I mean, the governor of Pennsylvania so far is refusing to close the dirt tracks up there. I wonder if that'll hold. Um, I give the governor a lot of credit for using some what I would call common sense responsible measures and saying, look, 
you know, we're going to leave it up to the individuals and up to the, the tracks and series to make their own decision. Um, I'm not going to shut them down, um, but he may be forced to by, right. you know, other order here. Um, but, you know, again, these guys get affected the same way that, that the NASCAR guys do, um, you know, and so everybody's going to be really anxious when we can finally get back to the track i think you know you're you're gonna see some pretty amazing racing all the way around from the short tracks on up because everybody's gonna be ready to go for sure so the coronavirus has not only an effect on the racing as of right now but a potentially financial aspect of this thing that we will talk about when we come back we will have more of the inside pass on wsic right after this Norman, 147 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Kannapolis turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Did you know that Vesuvius Italian Restaurant Pizzeria caters? That's right. Give them a call today at 704-924-7464, 704-924-7464, and let them make planning your next event or family gathering effortlessly. Right at the Lowe Shopping Center, 118 Ventura Lane, Statesville. You won't find a better Italian restaurant anywhere. That's Vesuvio's Italian Restaurant and Pizzeria, 118 Ventura Lane, Statesville. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Koser. Chances for showers do taper off here later on today with a low of about 49. Tomorrow, 64, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance for showers. And then for Thursday, partly sunny skies and high temperatures will be warm with a middle 70 degree reading of about 75. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. Hey, Radio Family, it's Margaret Beveridge from the WSIC News Desk. A wreck with injuries shut down I-40 West near Old Mountain Road Monday night. The westbound lanes were closed. EMS reported via scanner that there were five people with injuries. Wake Forest Baptist Air Care's helicopter was called to the scene of the accident. In its second emergency meeting about coronavirus in four days, the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Board of Education voted to restore the district school calendar to its original form and approved the superintendent's plan for distance learning for students and remote and alternative work for employees. His was the voice of the Carolinas offering a happy good morning for more than a decade to all those whose clock radio was set to WBT. Ty Boyd, whose name still warms the hearts of the more senior among us, died Monday morning after a period of declining health. He was 88. I'm Margaret Beveridge with WSIC News. How can I help you? Sir, I've been on hold all day. I'm just really trying to get somebody that will help me with my husband's workman's cop claim. Ma'am, let me put you on hold. Can somebody just get me some help today? If you've had a personal injury due to someone else's negligence at work or home, call Ed Presley for a no-cost consultation and let him navigate you and your family through this stressful time. Call today, 704-871-1989. Don't take a chance on your future. Call Ed Presley today. This is News Talk, 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where North Mech turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Hello, race fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys. Man, what some great radio hosts. You're listening to the Inside Pass. 
Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC. Thank you so much for watching us on Digital Channel 25.2 in the greater Lake Norman, Mooresville area, or on, um, uh, oh my God, my, my mind just went blank. Or if you're listening to us on any of the uh, family radio stations, I do this every week and I still can't remember. Uh, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM, or 105.9 FM. And if you want to call in and talk to us about (laughs) what you're feeling um, as far as the the effects of this uh, coronavirus on the sports world or motorsports world or anything in between, 704-873-1400. We, we welcome your uh, your ideas and suggestions on what you're doing to pass the time, uh, perhaps playing with Hot Wheels or video games. Or <laughs> That's what I would be doing if I didn't have kids at home, but um, I'd be breaking out my, I'd be my, busting out my Hot Wheels. And uh, I, th- I think I've got 43 cars in the, you know somewhere around there. I could probably make my own NASCAR race if I wanted to. There you go. They make it my way. Well, welcome back to the show. Tom Baker, Randy Miller with you. And uh, if you missed any of the uh, show today, uh, you can catch it on demand at uh, some point in time uh, this week, probably this afternoon, because there's nothing else to do. Um, so uh, you can catch it on uh, uh, Spotify or uh, iHeartRadio or iTunes or um, uh, SoundCloud. Anywhere podcasts or, are found. I, I'm sure there's many more, but those are the ones I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. Or you can uh, stream the uh, on-demand version of our show on the website at InsidePassLive.com, as well as looking at... Uh, future guest, uh, which I think next week uh, we have uh, Hunter coming on. Hunter from, Smith, that's right, from uh, Fit Stop from Performance. Fit Stop. Hunter so that, works that'd with be a, a good uh, kind of conversation too about yeah. how to you know stay fit in this in this time because you can't really go to the gym. So you, you know how how can you do things at home? We can get him to maybe demonstrate exercises that you can do at home to kind of stay fit. We'll, we'll talk to him about that. Um, and then uh, the week after next, we got to Nick DeGroot, uh, who's still hanging in there. I don't think he has coronavirus, uh, I, but. Um, he's he's leading fantasy points, so he gets to brag for the next eight weeks about not having to to worry about um, you know uh, picking uh, picking drivers. So yeah, he's uh, doing good things. Uh, so uh, let's talk about the uh, the financial aspects of this because a lot of people um, you know have this uh, opinion of oh this is you know, this this sucks and you know we can't watch NASCAR we can't watch sports, um, but a lot of people don't realize that. Every single thing that gets canceled, postponed, moved um, has a, a downward spiral effect on the people involved in that particular event or you know race or game or whatever it may be. I know a lot of the uh, NBA players and NHL players have kind of come together and started paying the salaries for the people that work in the arenas in which those games are played because you think you know concession workers, ticket takers, you know security guards. Uh, you know, all those people that, that are there, you know, Zamboni drivers and stuff like that, all of those people um, have to be paid. And if there's no games, there's no events going on at the arena, they don't get paid. Um, it's kind of the same thing in the NASCAR world. You know, as you said earlier, Tom, a lot of these, well, most of these teams, all these teams rely on the purse from the, um, from the race to pay their employees. There's no races, which means there's no purse coming right. in, which means there's no money coming into these teams. So financially, a lot of the bigger teams, you know, Gibbs, Hendrick, those guys are fine because their their sponsorship money um, was a lot of their sponsorship money was prepaid before the season started. So they're, they're okay financially. Right. Um, a lot of the owners um, have other uh, entities that they that they do, you know, businesses that they own and things like that 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 you know sustain their income for the for the races. But some of these smaller teams are, are struggling right now, and a lot of them are laying are laying people off because they're not getting any money either. Because even even from the ownership standpoint. They rely on the money just as much as you know the their workers do to to pay yep. their salaries, and if they're not racing, they're not making money either, which means nobody's getting paid, and then you know it just causes a ripple effect right on down. Yeah, that's and and that's really obviously it's a it's across all the industries that get affected when you, you know, the big picture of what's going on here, and again, you know, we 
we understand the seriousness of, of this and, you know, we're not trying to make a statement here, but just again, a side of it that most people don't see. I I've seen a lot of people say, ah, no big deal. You can be without sports and whatever for a couple months. It's not that big of a deal. Well, maybe not in terms of us as fans just watching it. Although I will say that, you know, you got to realize that sports and theater and movies and, you know, and all of those things, concerts, that that's the relief valve. That's where we go or what we turn to to get away from, you know, the pressures, the stresses of, of our daily life, right? And, and you know, of course, um, for, for a lot of us, church as well. And you can't even, have, you, you know, you can watch church online, but you can't go. Um, and so when you take that away, you know, that, that's, that's a mental strain on, on people. But aside from that, the other p- piece of that is that there are a lot of people who work in those industries and who depend on that for their, their livelihood and to feed their family. So um, it's, it's not just that you can't be so cavalier about saying, well, it's just sports. Don't worry about it. Um, there are a lot of people who depend on sports for their income and, and, you know, at concerts and all the rest of it. So, there's more to it than that, you know, and so all we can do is hope that this doesn't go on too long. And that's, you know, we had we had a situation at Hickory Motor Speedway on Saturday night. They were running their second race of the year. It was about 6.15 in the evening. Everybody had been there about six hours because gates opened at like noon. They had all their practice, all their qualifying. They had a driver meet and greet and were ready, getting ready to start the main events and when Governor Cooper here in North Carolina uh, issued his order banning gatherings over 100 people, he made it effective immediately. And Hickory, instead of being allowed to finish the show, the existing show, was told to shut down immediately or face fines. To me, in my opinion, that was a little over the top. Everybody been there. The damage was done. Whatever damage right. there was to do, right? Whatever exposure you were, you were gonna get. You've been there, right? Let them finish exactly. the race. You took money out of a lot of people's pockets that night because you couldn't even allow an existing, you know, program that was going on to be run. And then said, "Look, after this, you got to, you know, put the track away for a little mm-hmm. while," which everybody would have understood. So I think my only my only problem with this whole situation over the last week or so has been that I think. Some of the enforcement and the reaction and the 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 hasty decision making has been a little heavy handed and and in some cases we're not using common sense we're reacting on naked fear right. and I think we all have to 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 if the media is not going to to do it for us, I think we have to all for ourselves. Just slow down and breathe here um, and realize that we've got a situation that we didn't create was created by somebody else, but it's not a good situation. And we all need to do our part to reasonably use caution and protect ourselves from this thing. So we understand that it's going to be hard for a lot of people. Like we've just been talking about the financial stuff, but Let's not be hasty and silly about this. I mean, in a situation like that, let them finish the race. Right, exactly. And then, you know, wind it down. I mean, it. I just thought that was really, really silly. And, you know, when you, when you, when you close restaurants, there are some restaurants that are not going to survive two months being shut down. Mm-mm. 
because they don't do enough takeout and drive through. You know, some of these restaurants depend on people coming in, sitting down. And that's just, you know, that some of them are not going to survive this. We've got to, we've got to consider all of this as we're making decisions and try to also build in as, as much situation. We should, we got to be careful too about, you know, okay, if we're going to have takeout, we're going to have, you know, that kind of thing, then don't tell people to hide in their house right. for two months. Exactly. You can still go out and do that. Wash your hands. Do all the things you should do every day anyway. Yeah. That's really what this comes down to. I mean, it's it, even from the perspective of uh, small businesses, you know, like I know, you know, we, we here in, in this, you know, Statesville, Mooresville area, we have a lot of small businesses. We and do. a lot of these businesses are restaurants and, and you know, small shops Bars, and things like that. You know. um, yeah, even, you know, for us as a business, too. We rely on, on, you know, not so much for us, but those businesses rely on, on you know, patrons to, to come into right. the restaurants or, or buy their products. And now that they, now they can't because of the restriction. But from the restaurant perspective, a lot of the restaurants want uh, people to, you know, continue to do online ordering and, you know, things like that. Because, as you said, the, 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 especially the restaurants, a lot of the restaurants, those, the people that own those restaurants, that's their business. That's their life. Their and they livelihood. operate on a very thin margin, too. Right. They're, they, I mean, now we're talking about their employees not getting paid either, you know, unless right. – because a lot of their employees are there to, to serve patrons, in, you know, dining in. But you can't dine in anymore. So a lot of these businesses – Especially if you go, you know, you go to downtown Statesville, downtown Mooresville, and, and there's no places for for them to have a drive-through. So you can't just drive up to right. the window and order food. Exactly, you have to order it online, or you know, order it through, um, you know, Grubhub or Chow Now or whatever those places are, and then go in and pick it up, which is fine because you can go into the establishment to pick up food. You just can't sit down and eat. Right, um, and that has a lasting effect on everything as well. So, if it's a public service. From us to to you guys listening and watching, continue to, to support these businesses as long as you possibly can. Because as long as they're open, they need your business now more exactly. than ever to survive. Because what's going to happen is is that if you don't support these businesses, then two months from now when this ban is lifted, you're going to see all of these open buildings all through downtown yep. everywhere because they won't be able to survive yep. um, without your continued uh, business. You know, even during these tough times. So if that's a if that's any public service, it's Yes, be cautious of the coronavirus, but at the same time, continue living life as you know as daily as you and possibly don't can. Don't panic. Just use yeah. common sense. Wash your hands, and if you're at all feeling sick, just right. We're stay all gonna home get and this. stay away from people. We're going to get through this together. What we should be doing every day anyway. Uh, so we want to thank Justin Lofton for joining us. We will continue to have the latest on the coronavirus and its effect on motorsports through all of the Race Chaser Radio shows, including Motorsports Madness on Thursday, Lead Lap on Monday, and right here next week on the Inside Pass. For Tom, I'm Randy. Have a great week. Be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow or Thursday on Madness. News Talk for Huntersville. This is 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, and 1400 AM. WSIC Statesville. Tuesday afternoon.